With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Now, I'm Billy Cunningham, the great American. Welcome this glorious Sunday night. We're only about, what, uh, nine days away from the announcement of the election. It might be ten days. Might be 11 days. In Pennsylvania, maybe four weeks. In Georgia, it might be another six weeks. We're going to have later on Wayne on route because of the voting system in Nevada. Heck, it could be a week or two before we know whether or not the Republican Laxalt has won that uh, Senate seat that currently occupied by, by Masto, who's completely incompetent. And the reason is, unlike other states, I, I live in a functional state. I live in a part of the state of Ohio, which are very functional. But in Nevada, uh, illegals can v- vote because illegals can get driver's licenses. And the Democratic Party controls every part of Nevada. So as a consequence, when thousands of illegals get their driver's licenses, they're automatically registered to vote. And then the uh, that information is sent to the Secretary of State's office in Nevada, and then they send out the ballots. So whether or not you're legal or illegal, of course, it's it's illegal to vote when you're an illegal, but how many illegals vote when it's illegal because they're illegal, but it appears to be legal. So at one point they're illegal, and then you send out the ballot to them, which makes them think they're legal. So legals become illegal, illegal become legals, and then you got to vote. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what the hell I just said. But nonetheless, so when I watched this morning uh, Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan, we may play later some of her comments. That was truly an unbelievable interchange with GOP Representative Tom Ember of Minnesota because uh, the CBS News especially is on a jihad uh, with the idea that the Republicans are violent and the Republicans are election deniers. So in 60 Minutes, Scott Pelley who did all those softball interviews with Barack Hussein Obama then did the one with uh, Joe Biden, which he has no questions at all, said attacked certain individuals in Arizona for questioning the outcome of the election, alleging that, uh, you know, only the Republican Party are election deniers when nothing could be further from the truth. I have prepared, and Danny Boy Gleason, if you can get that ready, a montage of uh, information from the top ranks of the Democrat Party. I'm talking about Barack Hussein Obama as president while the announcement was made that Trump had won. And I'm talking about uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, and I'm talking about uh, President Jimmy Carter, and I'm talking about Hillary Clinton. All of them have said for the last 20 years that each of the Republican presidents 
elected this century, Bush 43 and uh, Donald Trump, were all illegitimately elected. They said this flat out. The leadership of the Democrat Party said that uh, Trump and Bush 43 were not properly elected. It's, it's illegitimate. And, and that, that's how they roll. They just say it. And the CBS news types and the mainstream media simply rolls over and plays dead and never questions Hillary Clinton, who said that the 2024 election is going to be illegitimate. Hasn't even happened yet. What, uh, she said 2024 is going to be illegitimate. Are you kidding me? And so it happens all the time. Whenever a Republican wins, it's illegitimate. It's not right. It's wrong. You might recall in 2016, it was the Russian collusion delusion. That was a dirty trick that began by Hillary Clinton and the sick individuals who worked for her to plant the idea to gather dirt out of Russia on Donald Trump. When the whole thing fell apart, they kept the ruse going. It's, it's all a ruse. And so they went through the entire impeachment process in 2017 and 18, parts of 19, and putting Donald Trump on trial for the impeachment when the Demo Democratic Party knew it was all BS, because that's what they do. And so the Democratic Party is the violent party. The Democratic Party is the party of slavery and Jim Crow and lynching. That's the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party that controls basically every major American city where crime is rampant, where murder is part of the conversation every day, where the public schools are in collapse. Most of American cities controlled by the Democrats are decaying before our very eyes, including San Francisco. Absolute decaying after David DePepe did whatever he did with Paul Pelosi. It's complete collapse. And so instead of the CBS News 60 Minutes, Margaret Brennan said, now, wait a minute. Here are the cuts of Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, Jimmy Carter. They're all election deniers, every one of them. It is legend what they have said. In fact, if you want to Google, have some free time tonight, you might Google 150 times when the uh, Democrat leadership denied the outcome of elections. Just Google it. Yeah, Carrie Lake made reference to it about a week ago. It's unbelievable what the leaders of the Democratic Party have said about the elections of Republicans every time it happened this century. It's there. It's video. It's audio. Verbatim transcripts. Hillary Clinton said the election of Donald Trump was illegitimate. She denied the outcome of the election. And, in fact, you might recall that uh, a day before the inaugural, tens of thousands of left-wing activists showed up and talked about blowing up the White House. No problem there. Media saw nothing wrong with that because they're Democrats. And the media works for the Democratic Party. But for the mainstream media, the Democratic Party would not even exist. They would have been canceled. Imagine the same repertorial guns employed against Republicans going after the Democrats for what they've said and what they've done. So uh, GOP Representative Tom Emmer of Minnesota had a tough time this morning with Margaret Brenner, who thought she was being tough. What she was was being stupid. I mean, really stupid, extremely stupid. And so uh, later on, we have Wayne Allen Root coming up and also Scott Powell of uh, rediscoveringamerica.com about uh, some of the uh, games played by the by the Biden crime family to collect about $50 million. And it's provable. The FBI has the information. It was on the laptop and elsewhere. Bob Alinsky, et cetera, given testimony. They know 
that Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Jim Biden, and Dr. Jill Biden are, cor are corrupt. They know it. But they want to keep them in power because they protect the mainstream media, and they protect the FBI, the CIA, the DIA, and all the other capital letters from uh, disclosure of what they're really doing. And so it is, it is ridiculous to watch CBS face the nation and or 60 Minutes to watch these so-called experts in the media attack Republicans for being election deniers when the Democrats have taken it to an art form. Later on, we're going to discuss also the circumstances of uh, new details that are emerging tonight on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi's attacker, one of his uh, life partner's girlfriends, uh, her name is Oxanne Taub, said that the Pepe, David, was uh, mentally ill. He has been, among other things, a nude activist who uh, participated as the best man naked at a wedding on the steps of San Francisco City Hall. He is also a hemp uh, jeweler and a hemp vendor. He also is a vicious anti-Semite. He's also a great supporter of Black Lives Matter and also a gay rights activist. But he also supported uh, some of the activities on January the 6th. So if you line up what he has been in the past, he's a leftist. He is an anti-Semite. He's a supporter of Black Lives Matter. Many postings. Gay rights activist. And also January 6th. So what do the media do of the seven or eight things that's mentally ill criminal has been part of? Mentally ill criminal in San Francisco? They latched on to that one element of January the 6th to make it sound as if he was a Trump supporter. Are you kidding me? Just the opposite. It's an indication of the collapse of our major cities, especially one of the most beautiful cities, areas of this country was San Francisco. Gorgeous. I went there for many bar association meetings, had a dinner or two with Melvin Belli, the great personal injury attorney. It was functional. It was beautiful. After about 40 years now of Democratic control of uh, individuals such as Dianne Feinstein, such as uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, such as uh, the governor of uh, California, Gavin Newsom, it has collapsed. It is a place where nude activists walk around in 48-degree temperatures in their underwear, breaking in to homes on billionaires row looking for Nancy and allegedly having a hammer that uh, he fights over with, with, uh, with Paul Pelosi, who did suffer serious injuries. And according to the police chief, a guy named Bill Scott, and the police chief, Bill Scott, who has at least two news conferences, have said in the past that he's open to defunding the police. So Bill Scott, the African-American chief of police in San Francisco, has said he's open to defunding the police, reimagining the police. And he's the one that said, wasn't me, that someone opened the door. But it looks like the door was shattered. But nonetheless, the chief of police said there were at least three people in there. And now NBC News is trying to clean it up by saying, well, maybe there's only two people in there. One of them was, uh, was injured, Paul Pelosi, 82-year-old man, had a skull fractured. And the other one, David uh, DePepe, uh, was in there also, supposedly in his underwear. With a, with a hammer and with some zip ties. And at one point, there was a third person in there, but now we're not so sure about that. And then at the 911 call, which 
Well, we'll play for you later on. Uh, the the uh, 911 operator said that uh, the identity of the person in there was a friend of Paul Pelosi. So, and then later on it was said, didn't know who he is, but his name is David. How do you know? If you don't know who he is, how do you know his name's David? I don't know. And said he was, didn't know who he is, but he's a friend. We may play, I have the 911 call. It's kind of confusing. Now, do mistakes happen? Absolutely. This was 2.30 a.m. in the morning. And Chief of Police Bill Scott has said conflicting things in his two news conferences. This is a guy that wants to defund the police, and he's the chief of police. San Francisco is in complete collapse, as is Los Angeles, as is Chicago, as is New York City. Complete collapse. And the liberals there get exactly what they deserve when you have police chiefs who want to defund the police. Let's take a short break. Later on also, we have J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance is the Ohio, Ohio Senate candidate, take the place of Rob Portman. And uh, I'm going to have my final predictions for you next Sunday night. But uh, I'm looking at some of these polls, and uh, I certainly agree with Senator Scott of uh, Florida that it appears that the minimum the Republicans are going to win will be 51, with a maximum of 53 or 54 Senate seats. And if you want the same stuff going on, keep the same leaders in power. If you think things are great right now, vote Democrat. If you think things can get better, I would take a risk because no matter what else happens, Joe Biden is going to be the president probably for the next two years. And so you can vote Republican, but it's not going to fundamentally change things until 2024. When, by the way, Hillary Clinton has already said 2024, it's going to be a fixed election. Is she an election denier? (laughs) Of course not. She's a Democrat. And Democrats never deny whatsoever the outcome of an election that they win. When they lose, then they blame extraneous, extrinsic forces. When they win, it's the, it's the righteous people arising and thrown out of office, those evil Republicans, and the mainstream media goes right along with them. Let's continue. <laughs> if a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. As we continue, calls from Missouri and Las Vegas. In New Hampshire, where I'm predicting that General Bodock is going to win over Meg Hassan. If you like the price of fuel oil in New Hampshire, keep the same person in charge. 21 minutes after the hour, Bill Cunningham, the Great American, with you every Sunday night. Carrier, turn to the experts. Locate a dealer at Carrier.com. Moses heard God speak to him. Major media said or called them election deniers or held them to account. Margaret Brenner. Scott uh, Pelley, no one from the New York Times, Washington Post, etc., has called any of the leadership of the Democratic Party out for the lies they told about Bush 43 or about Donald Trump, in which they, uh, to a man or a woman, said it was an outcome that was illegitimate. In fact, Raskin and a bunch of others, Jackson Lee, on committees... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Calling the Republican Party election deniers did exactly the same thing with Trump and with Bush 43 repeatedly. 
calling into question the electors and objecting to the uh, votes counted, uh, especially in Florida in the year and the election of 2000. They did it repeatedly, but it gets worse. Not only is it obvious the Democratic Party created the idea of election deniers, D stands for deniers because the Democrats are election deniers. But here's Hillary Clinton about a week or 10 days ago, having not been satisfied with denying the outcome of elections when Democrats loses, especially when it comes to Bush 43 and the Trumpster. She now has a claim about what's going to happen in 2024. Danny Boy Gleason, hit it. I'm here to highlight something that (laughs) is keeping me up at night. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead, because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures many of them Republican-controlled. But there's also good news in the face of this very real threat to democracy. Indivisible has launched Crush the Coup to make sure (laughs) we're ready to defend democracy in 2024. Oh, my God. They've put together a list of critical races in six key states and how you can get involved. Will you support crush the coup by donating to indivisible and state legislature candidates. Each of these races is highly competitive and your dollars could very well decide the winners. Danny boy, that's enough. So here it is. (laughs) Hillary Clinton is now raising money off the collapse of democracy as an election denier in 2024 to make more money. This is truly unbelievable. Do you think Margaret Brennan and maybe Scott Pelley might do an investigation of Hillary Clinton and her comments (laughs) about 2000 election, her comments about the 2016 election, the fact that her supporters threatened to blow up the White House? Do you think anybody in the media is going to say, now, wait a minute, the real election deniers here are the Democrats. They've done it for decades. And guess what? 1960, they literally stole the election from Richard Nixon and gave it to John F. Kennedy out of Chicago and Illinois. It was 75 or 80 individuals were indicted down the road for what they did in that ballot stuffing initiative. It is unbelievable that the media turns on Republicans because they represent the Democratic Party. The Democrats would not even exist today, (laughs) but for the support of the mainstream media. So let's continue. More coming up. The line becomes available, 866-647-7337. I'm going to go to the calls and hear from the American people. Unbelievable. How does perpetuating a material lie 
square with the Democrats' professed concern for democracy. When it comes to John Fetterman, are you kidding me? They knew he was mentally incompetent, much like the president is, but they foist him upon us anyway. That's the lie. Let's continue. Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Latest polls trending toward Republicans for the midterms. With the 1030 Report, I'm Sean McCormick, breaking now. Just nine days ago, or nine days to go, the battle for Congress ensues. And ABC's Mary Alice Parks reports on the growing confidence of one party. Republicans bullish, predicting they will comfortably flip both the House and the Senate these midterm elections. A new ABC News Ipsos poll showing half of all voters prioritizing issues around the economy and inflation. Issues that polls show favor the GOP this year. Latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Overnight, we're going to be overcast on and off again. Rain showers, low of 56 Monday. But lots of clouds, slight chance of rain during the day, a high of 67. And then Monday night, around a 30% chance of showers during the trick-or-treat hours. Our overnight low, 53. Radar is clear throughout Cincinnati right now, but rain and heavy showers in Walton, Dry Ridge, and farther down south in uh, Kentucky. It's currently 60 degrees. One of the 150 people killed in Seoul, South Korea, at an overflow Halloween party. And it was a University of Kentucky student. She was from northern Kentucky, U.K. President Eli Capilotto, announcing Ann Gieske, a junior nursing student from Fort Mitchell, was among those killed on Saturday evening. She was a 2021 graduate from Beachwoods High School and was studying abroad in South Korea this semester. Our next update is at 11 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700 WLW. And of course, the media blames Donald Trump, you, me, the man in the moon, Republicans, GOP, whatever it is, calls out the media to blame for the attack on Paul Pelosi. They want to monetize some issues and they want to use that particular issue of this crazy San Francisco uh, hemp jeweler who's a vicious criminal walking around the streets in his underwear at uh, 48 degrees at two o'clock in the morning kind of blame us and you for what happened in san francisco when it's a bunch of baloney but uh, as a, a one minute example of what happened this morning with face the nation this is uh, margaret brennan who's the host of face the nation and well, you're going to hear the voice of congressman tom emmer e-m-m-e-r of the great state of minnesota because at this point with what Brenner's uh, seeking to do, what she wants to say, essentially, face the nation, is that it's time for the Republicans to quit campaigning against Nancy Pelosi. It's not fair to talk about her record. It's completely unfair. In fact, uh, she says it's time now that the media says quit running commercials about Nancy Pelosi and the failure of their policies because they're effective. So she wants the Republican Party to disarm and, of course, when Stephen Scalise, leadership, in the leadership of the Republican House about four or five years ago, was hunted and gunned down by Bernie Sanders' supporter, at no point did Face the Nation, Meet the Press or whatever, ever say to Bernie Sanders, do you feel responsible for what James Hoskinson did when he shot Stephen Scalise in the back and almost killed him? It didn't even arise. But whenever... Something in this event takes place. You can count on the mainstream media to blame the Republican Party. You're going to hear the voice of Brennan and also now Congressman uh, 
uh, the great Congressman Emmer of Minnesota. I never saw anyone after Steve Salise was shot by a I'm Bernie Sanders right supporter trying to equate, happening equate Democrat now. rhetoric with those actions. Please don't do that. that no, okay. Looking at your candidates, Republican candidates. Yeah. More than 116 million on ads that mention Speaker Pelosi by name in this cycle. If this is about the issues, why should not make it about the issues? Why not depersonalize it? It is absolutely about the issues. It's about the fact that we have double-digit inflation, exploding, exploding cost of living. We've got a crime wave across this country that is in the direct moment, result. We are eight days out. Don't you think this needs to change? Why not Again. pull some of these ads? Why not just delete your well, tweet? I'm sure, I'm sure people like to talk about anything but what the Democrats have done to this country, which, quite frankly, is exploding cost of living, a crime wave in our major cities that is the result of this defund the police nonsense and cashless bail. I mean, you look at New York City where you put someone in jail at 9 p.m. for uh, assaulting someone on the street and they're back out on the street at 9 a.m. committing crimes again. You look at my uh, uh, state of Minnesota. Minneapolis has 6,000 assaults since the beginning of the year, Margaret. Mm -hmm. Those are the issues that are top of mind for every voter in this country. Yeah. That's why they're going to show up in on, the, uh, on November 8th, mm -hmm. and that's why Republicans are going to win in the midterms. That's what our projections are showing. But I would suggest more pink slips, fewer weapons in our ads in this environment. Sir, thank you for joining us. Face the Nation will be right. Unbelievable. So CBS News is urging the Republican Party to quit running ads before the election because they are effective. Please stop running ads involving Nancy Pelosi as if she's some putz that has nothing to do with the policy problems we're having right now. It's unbelievable. Let's go to some calls. With Danny Boy's permission, let's go to Mark in Missouri and then many others. Mark in Missouri, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Mark, how are you? Well, do they ever realize how hypocritical they sound? I guess they don't. <laughs> no. They're just total lack of awareness. I mean, my gosh, stop running ads of Nancy Pelosi. I mean, <laughs> it, it just doesn't get any more rich than that. It's just unbelievable. I mean, how about the media saying, quit like running ads about Donald Trump? If you're a Democrat, please unilaterally disarm and quit mentioning Donald Trump in your ads. Would the media even no. think like that? They, they don't think that way. No, they, they are just, I mean, there's been very little reporting in the media of all the problems on inflation and everything else. They just kind of gloss it over and don't even talk about it. They can say, well, the Republicans are going to use inflation and high gas prices. Well, like, that's a well, wrong thing to do. It's, it's just amazing. But, uh, well, well, Bill, I think we're up against a double-edged sword of evil and insanity in this Democrat Party. Mark Levin said last week that the Democrat Party, with Biden leading it, is more dangerous to this country right now than China and Russia combined. And it, what they've done, they've basically attacked this country for the last two years. I mean, they're not upset at all of this inflation or the, the business or our 401k is going down the drain. That's what they want. I mean, it's just really a shame what they have done to our country and how they've ruined it and how everything is in chaos right now. And it's by design. I want this great reset, this everything. And they, first of all, have to bring the country down to do that. And uh, they've slowed this economy, and and they're attacking the, the country with this Green New Deal madness as well. And on a moral standpoint, they got this trans madness. I mean, Joe Biden wow. said in the White House this week that he essentially approves of, the, of drugging and castrating people 
just change their sex. I mean, that's where we've come right now. And that's where we are with the Democrat well, Party. Well, Mark, let's She's put really... this in context. The woman's name or the man's name is Dylan Mulvaney. And she was given access to the White House with valuable time with President Joe Biden. She or he is a 25-year-old transgender. The, the name of her so-called uh, YouTube video is Days of Girlhood. And it was uh, broadcasted through a Chinese social media app. And it was announced that uh, the president said that if minors getting irreversible sex change treatment is acceptable to him, and this was on the eve of the election, can you imagine sexually mutilating a child? And the president of the United States said that's okay with them, including you using puberty blockers. And, and this character who's a male dressing as a female saying he or she is transgender has a problem with a bulge. And there's a whole part of this video that deals with a, a slight male named Dylan Mulvaney that has a bulge. And what to do with the bulge? You have three options when you wear tight-fitting clothing when you're transgender and not gone through all the surgeries, whatever. And, and this is the time uh, of the commander-in-chief dealing with male body parts and giving permission of children to be sexually mutilated. This is Joe Biden. Are you kidding me? Uh, what does this say about our country, Mark? It, it, it's gone mad. This is sick. I mean, it is just, it's hard to even come up with proper words to describe this, that the president of the United States is approving of this. It, it's just, Joe Biden claims to be a devout Catholic. I mean, my guys, this is just, it goes against every Judeo-Christian foundation of this country. It's just sick. I mean, it's another attack on the country, though. It's another way they're trying to bring it down to attack the family, a Marxist that's the first thing they go right. after is the family, family and then religion, and they're attacking both of those headstrong. So this this Democrat Party, I mean, we've known the Democrat Party in this country from the beginning, and it's been very shaky from slavery on. But right now, they are just in, in full-fledged attack against the country. And in these cities that are on fire, they don't even seem interested in that. As Kathy Hochul in the debate said, she couldn't even understand why Lee Zeldin was talking about crime. I mean, they have no idea. Just, and, Mark, how about having the president— Talk about, number one, abortion. We have to kill more unborn babies. And number two, sexually mutilating children. Those are the issues. The president saying that we have to have the availability of as many women as possible to kill their, kill their babies. And number two, sexually mutilate children. Now, is that a story maybe the mainstream media should cover? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, maybe. Support it. Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> just maybe. That's an, Those are two issues. But we have a media that now wants to blame the GOP for the behavior of, uh, of David in the bedroom of Paul Pelosi. It's somehow, somehow our fault. Are you kidding me? How is that possible? And the media ignores it. There's been no mainstream media reporting on the activities of Dylan Mulvaney and the male parts and the transgender TikTok star and the days of girlhood and the Chinese social media app and agreement of the president to uh, sexually mutilate children. It's not a big deal.
And I, and what, what yeah, is it? It's hard to talk about. It's unbelievable. It's it's not out of the ordinary for them. They don't even think it's a story. And how did we get to the point in this country? I mean, it's it's been going on since the '60s, and we're just at the latest iteration of it. We've got to this point where eight-year-olds, it's okay to mutilate their bodies and drug them. I mean, could we wake up? I mean, this is insanity to the the hilt. It, it doesn't get any crazier than this. And and Planned Parenthood, of course, is in the business now of getting these drugs out and starting the process. It's a cash cow for them as well, oh, oh, and all these oh. insane doctors too. So, M- it, Mark, I was going to I was going to mention this. Planned Parenthood has so many hundreds of millions of dollars now coming in, they can't spend it all. As I announced yeah. weeks ago, that abortion is going to stay on demand as far as the eye can see. There'll be as many or more abortions in the future as there are today for several reasons. Number one. Governor Pritzker of Illinois said we're going to have rolling abortion clinics and vans on the border of Indiana, on the border of Missouri, on the border of Iowa. So a state like Illinois is going to make millions of dollars on roving abortion bans just barely over the state line. And secondly, Biden's going to announce in January that abortions can be performed on U.S. military bases. So here in Ohio, we have a beautiful military base, right, Pat, right, Patterson. And you can go there and get your abortion. So the Democratic Party is about the killing of the unborn and transgender mutilations. And the media talks about what? Trump is responsible for what happened in Paul Pelosi's bedroom. I'm thinking, have I lost my mind? Maybe I've lost my mind. I can't pay. It's unbelievable. Well, you're a sane man in an insane world. And you look insane, I guess the saying goes. But uh, it's. It has just gotten to the point where I don't know if people are going to. I guess people are standing up because obviously the polls look favoring Republicans. But we've got to get back to some sort of moral foundation in this country, or it's going to continue to be in free fall. I mean, the government schools are a disaster. They kicked God out of government schools and they filled it vacuum with all sorts of actually evil. And it's just really, and the kids are so confused right now, and they really don't have a a measure of right and wrong. I mean, the churches are even seem to be weak and they try to go along with society yeah. as well. And there's really not a moral compass uh, guiding us at, at this point. You know, Mark, we need, we need faith and family and order. We need an ordered society. And how many families that are completely dysfunctional? California's in the throes right now of a fentanyl poisoning overdose. We need a faith whatever by whatever name you I call my faith Jesus Christ, but if, by, by whatever name you want to call him, we need faith and family in order. And and, I, and NBC News has this absurd link between January sixth and the guy in Paul Pelosi's bedroom in his underwear. Somehow there's a connection, and this guy's a Black Lives Matter supporter. He's mentally ill. He's a career criminal. He's a gay rights activist and a hemp jeweler. And this guy somehow is walking around in his underwear supporting Donald Trump breaking into the Pelosi's bedroom with zip ties. And this is connected to you in Missouri, me in Cincinnati, and listeners like Joe in New Hampshire. Suddenly we're all responsible for this, and they ignore the interview the president had with Dylan Mulvaney, the cross-gender, uh, shall I say, a transgender TikTok star, giving approval to the sexual mutilation of children. The president does that, along with running on abortion, kill more unborn babies. And the media sits there calling Republicans election deniers when the Democrats created the art form. This is unbelievable. Un-unbelievable. 
take a short break. Take some more calls. Coming up next will be Joe in New Hampshire and J.D. in Vegas and uh, Ron in New Jersey, James in Virginia and more. We have two lines open if you want to call. If you get on uh, hold, uh, you will be heard in the next uh, 30 to 40 minutes. Number to call is 866-647-7337. So here's a mega-supporting Republican walking around in his underwear in San Francisco at 2 o'clock in the morning looking to break into, on Billionaire's Row, the home of Nancy Pelosi. The 911 call says that uh, Paul Pelosi knew the guy's name and uh, related the name David over the 911 call and that he was a friend. And it's like, what am I watching? What, what, what is this? And I'm, I'm waiting for down the road for there to be a thorough investigation, maybe by Chief of Police Bill Scott of San Francisco, who wants to defund the police. He's the chief of police that uh, somehow this uh, this nude activist, hemp jeweler, anti-Semite, Black Lives Matter, gay rights activist, supporter of January 6th. This guy is mentally ill and he's a criminal, including the sexual molestation of children, according to his ex-girlfriend, that he participated in a nude wedding on the steps of San Francisco, San Francisco City Hall. Have we lost our collective minds? The president says, elect me. I'll kill more unborn babies, and I'll sexually mutilate children elect me. I'm your president. What? Bill Cunningham, the great American, live with you every Sunday night. Slow internet is nonsense. Your business needs Spectrum business. Thousands of independent tests confirm. Spectrum delivers the fastest internet speeds in the nation. That's right. Spectrum delivers the fastest internet speeds in the nation. Switch to Spectrum Business today. You'll get proven fast internet and save money. That's no nonsense. That's Spectrum Business. Learn more at Spectrum.com slash business. Internet speeds based on analysis by Ookla of Speed Test, Intelligence Data, U.S. Media Fixed Download Speeds for Q3 2022. Okay, guys, while we wait for the trick-or-treaters, someone tell a scary story. I have one. Let's hear it. There was this creepy dude who worked for the democracy. Is John Fetterman a threat to democracy? When they knew ahead of time he was incompetent mentally? Is Joe Biden a threat to democracy when he thinks there's 54 states? And, of course, I, I think Obama at one point said there were 58 states. But here's Joe Biden campaigning for John Fetterman. If you put their heads together, you wouldn't have a 25-watt light bulb. It's unbelievable. What's a threat to democracy? The lies of the Democrat Party telling us that John Fetterman is competent and that Joe Biden is actually the president and not Ron Klain. They want us to believe there was a Trump January 6th inspired attack on democracy going into the bedroom of Paul Pelosi. That, that's that They want us to believe that. And the media is running with it. There's only how about a guy running around San Francisco at two o'clock in the morning? The temperature was about 48 degrees in his underwear, living in a hippie type community filled with references to support for Black Lives Matter and the gay rights movement with the gay rights flag. And uh, he's also a nudist activist. I'm not sure what the hell that is. A nudist activist. He broke in unwittingly to the home on Billionaire's Row worth about $12 million of Nancy Pelosi. And she is a Speaker of the House who often talks about threats to her and others. And it's unguarded. Seemingly, he broke in with a hammer. There's glass everywhere on a, on a brick uh, pavement. And uh, she has her own police force, but none were present. And also, she uh, he was carrying a hammer 
and encountered a wide-awake Paul Pelosi, also in his underwear, who the intruder would let go for a period of time to go into a bathroom to call 911. And when the cops finally arrived, which was only a few minutes, we think, he referred to the guy in a 911 call as his friend and knew his name as David. If he, how do you just guess someone's name when you're being that accurate? Looks pretty clear to me. This is a Trump-inspired attack on democracy. It might have been simply a nut job, a career criminal, who simply at 2 o'clock in the morning had nothing better to do and broke into a home, which he had to have known it was Nancy Pelosi's house. Allegedly, according to Paul Pelosi, he was saying, where's Nancy? And at one point in the 911 call, Paul Pelosi said it was a friend of his named David. How's that possible? How's the guy walking through San Francisco in his underwear in cold temperatures with a hammer in his hand at 2 o'clock in the morning not draw attention? I don't know. It's crazy. This is nuts. But no more nuts than a president who's running on a platform of killing more unborn babies and sexually mutilating children. That's why I'm running for the president. That's why I'm the president. I'm going to focus on that. Killing babies and sexually mutilating children. That's what I want as your president. How is this possible? Let's continue. Your calls are next. We have uh, Joe in New Hampshire. Got to talk to him about Bullock and, uh, and Maggie Hassan and also J.D. and many others. Bill Cunningham, the great American, live with you every Sunday night. You've all heard the news in Flint. Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Now, let's continue now in about 30 minutes or so. Scott Powell. Scott Powell will be here from rediscoveringamerica.com. Great book. To talk about the status of things, plus laying out how uh, the Bidens have monetized the presidency and the vice presidency. How much money have they been paid? And the government's known about it for three years and have done nothing whatsoever about it. In about one hour or so, Wayne Allen Root will be here. J.D.'s good friend and many others. But first, let's go to Joe in New Hampshire, then J.D. in uh, Nevada. And uh, Joe in New Hampshire, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Joe, tell me about the campaign of Maggie Hassan and General Don Boldick. How's it looking? Well, I would say right now the momentum is in the uh, favor of the Republicans for sure. And I think the clincher is what I called you about tonight. There's an acute shortage of diesel fuel, uh, home heating oil. And the prices are going to be, you know, higher than ever before, but they're rationing. So when you go to the depot where the barges deliver the oil, uh, sometimes there's no oil there on a given day. That's been happening now for a few weeks. And the forecast now, I don't know if you've looked into this or not, came out last week that around the middle of November, say around the 20th of November, 
that's when we run out of diesel fuel in the country, the whole country, not just New Hampshire. And, of course, all the uh, uh, trucks that, you know, carry produce and things to the stores, I mean, they're going to be hurting, and the whole country could be in a catastrophe come the week before Thanksgiving. And, Joe, isn't it true that in New Hampshire, the great majority of people there receive their heating oil? There's tanks everywhere. Where I live, it's natural gas. And uh, which I think is a great uh, the reason the environment's looking as good as it's looking is the use of natural gas. But in New Hampshire, it's fuel heating oil in tanks. And that is a crisis. I've read by and various Bloomberg had a, a story that by Thanksgiving, we're going to be in an utter unbelievable crisis with trucks, with RVs and with heating oil because of what's happening to diesel, propane, et cetera. And so you're saying as we speak tonight, New Hampshire's in a crisis. New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine, and it's going to spread down in Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island, you know, by the end of November. A little bit depends on the weather as far as how fast this happens. It's going to happen. The weather, it happens the uh, third week of November or the first week of December. We're in a mild spell right now in New England. The temperatures are maybe 15 degrees warmer than normal, and it's supposed to last for about another week, 10 days. But all that cold air out in the Rockies is headed this way for the middle of the November. So, yeah, it's going to be a catastrophe, not just for us, but all around the country. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. People are going to start freezing. And you know why a lot of this is happening, Bill? Oh, the Biden administration yeah. is yeah. letting the barges go to Europe. The, sure. the uh, diesel fuel barges and barges are going to Europe. They're bidding up the price because they're bidding against us. And oil that would never have been allowed to leave our country because you're supposed to take care of Americans first. Right. He's allowing it to go to Europe in the, in the name of the Ukraine. And Joe, and, Joe, uh, if, Trump was, if Trump was in the White House, number one, Russia would not be in Ukraine. But number two, we would have an abundance of diesel and fuel oil. We'd be selling it to others at a high rate because we were energy independent. Do New Hampshire, does New Hampshire media deal with this issue? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, the people, I think, are coming around to realize that, you know, you have a lot of people that vote Democrat because they don't want to vote Republican. That's really the only reason. But now uh, the theme is this. Vote Democrat, and you're not only going to get more of the same, you're going to get worse of the same. It's going to get worse. But this heating oil crisis for the winter really is a catastrophe, Bill. And uh, if you could do more research into it yeah. in the coming week or two, I think you, you went, ask Wayne Allen Root. He must Allen. be aware of it, too. Sure. And in fact, he must be aware of it. Is it true that most New Hampshire residents have tanks buried and it's filled up and the prices have doubled? But the problem is a lot of people can't afford to pay 1000 or $1,500 a month for fuel oil. And it's even worse when there's none of that available. And it's I've read online three reasons. Number one is the lack of refinery availability. He said it is impossible for a refinery to be built 
because the EPA won't allow it. Number two is lack of pipelines. Number three, what's happening in Ukraine through Europe. And number four, the environmental air standards are in and around the refining areas of this country are extremely high. And it's it's the design of the Biden administration to inflict pain on the American people. So we all want to have windmills and solar panels, which maybe in 20 years might work. But in the meantime, uh, fuel oil and natural gas more than coal is providing a much better environment and we can afford it. But because of the lack of refinery space and pipelines, we don't have the ability to get the product to market. And when we do get the product to market, it can be sold at a better price in Europe because of Greta Thunberg and the Green New Deal, which was embraced by the Europeans. You see what's happening there. I look at the temperatures in Europe right now. They're 5 to 10, 10 degrees above normal. I checked New Hampshire earlier today. And it's about 10 to 15 degrees above normal, but it's going to end around the third or fourth week in November. Then all hell is going to break loose. You've summed it up perfectly, Bill. But those four reasons for the price increase, you've summed it up perfectly. But right now, the one that's really taken over, the the first, the other three is why the prices have skyrocketed and all of that. But the availability, Bill, at any price, $10 a gallon, $15 a gallon, it's just not going to be available at some point later in November. The the oil companies are rationing it out now. You can't get a thousand gallon delivery or 500 gallon delivery if you have an extra large tank i have 660 gallon capacity and i'm near about a little more than three quarters because i filled it up in the summer but right now i wanted to top it off i need a hundred or so gallons and i was told well gotta wait another week we'll, well get back to you uh, uh, jennifer granholm the secretary of energy says put on an extra sweater how does that play in new hampshire well, it's like Jimmy Carter back um, that uh, speech he gave back around 1979 or 80. He said, "Put on a sweater." You know, you have to you know turn down your thermostats and put the sweater on. But this crisis right now, Bill, would make Jimmy Carter's situation look pale. I remember that. I lived through that too. But I mean, back then, you put on a sweater and that was about it. Now you're going to freeze to death, really, literally. And I think this is a natural. And I don't know why the Republicans in the final week of the campaign. Don't put this right on the top of their list as far as, you know, the shortage of diesel fuel. And even in the warm weather climates like Florida, you're not going to be able to get your products delivered because the trucks need diesel fuel. You know, I'm looking you know, at the 10-day forecast in Concord, New Hampshire, and uh, the, the low temperatures are like a 34 to what tonight's 25 degrees. And then later on, it's 36, 39, 45. High temperature on Election Day is going to be 65 degrees with a low of 35. But uh, I think this is something average Americans understand more than Trump, more than abortion, more than January 6th. This is a policy decision made by Joe Biden. or not? He, he's not thinking that those around him made the decision to punish us, to force us onto the alternatives, which is a catastrophe. And once again, Joe, thank you for your Oh, let's go to J.D. and then Ron. J.D. in Las Vegas. J.D., welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And J.D., give me hope next Tuesday. What can you tell me? Well, first of all, great show, uh, Bill, tonight. Thank great you. show. Uh, it looks like uh, a lot of it is a crapshoot. A lot of it is uh, uh, a coin flip. But I think we have a excellent chance of reversing three congressional seats. Uh, that are held currently by by Democrats, and that that would be the good news. It's almost uh, from I was at the Republican uh, Party Saturday and asking some of the insiders uh, running the show, uh, how do we look here and there, internals and what have you, 
And they're predicting Sheriff Lombardo is going to beat. They feel very comfortable that Sheriff Lombardo is going to beat uh, our governor. Uh, and uh, they feel that uh, Laxalt is uh, surging and he will defeat uh, our senator uh, who has voted for every uh, Biden um, uh, misfit uh, uh, yeah. production uh, of laws. Uh, the ads are um, almost unbelievable. Nine out of ten Democratic law ads have abortion, 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 and they are accusing every Republican who is running against them that they want to kill the ba- they want to kill the mother, uh, they want to uh, not have an abortion for incest or rape, and they're all lies. None of the re- none of the congressional Republican candidates have made those statements, but they're getting away with it. I have a conspiracy theory on Pelosi. <laughs> it's a little far out there, and I say it. I say it with a little levity. I hope you, your audience enjoys it. Go ahead. It. Go ahead. You know, she, she comes from a family in Baltimore, right. Delisandro. Her father, the mayor, for about nineteen years, and then her brother uh, had uh, what they what they claim were close associations with the mafia. Now, Paul Pelosi was fooling around, I think, up in Napa when he got that DUI at 3 o'clock in the morning. I guess he's a late owl. And Nancy's been running all over the town. And, you know, we all know Nancy is the boss. Nancy wants everything her way. So it's saying for you better plant your tongue in your cheek on that one because no one willingly, <laughs> if you're 82 years old, if you're 28 years old, don't get hit in the head with a hammer. That's number one. Number two, this guy was everything but a Trump supporter. He was just the opposite. But the I media know. latched I, on to I, one posting to prove I somehow know. you're responsible for this, J.D. Do you take responsibility for this attack? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I, 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 uh, I, I went through all the morning shows with you, and I have to say I saw a guy today, Brad Todd, who I never seen before, the uh, a Republican strategist on uh, Chuck Todd, and I this guy that. is smart and he's a good, good fighter. And when Todd brought up the December, uh, the January sixth, and the Pelosi uh, and all the ads against Pelosi, he says, "What are you talking about?" He says, "They're doing the same thing against McConnell. They're running the same type of ads sure. against him." Same thing. And Todd says, "What?" What about ism, you know? And then uh, he, he brought up all the attacks by the uh, by the Democrats, by uh, on on uh, Scalise and what have you. So he was very good. Uh, uh, I think Christie uh, is announced today that on uh, on Martha Raddatz that he's going to uh, announce as a Democrat because he criticized Trump up and down the uh, uh, every way but loose. And then uh, I was uh, I was impressed by Sununu, the governor of New yes, Hampshire, yes. who, who told who told Chuck Todd, "Hey Chuck, you're living in a bubble." So I mean, we had some good pushback, even though it's only one against uh, one of five. You know, they always have four uh, against one on all of these shows. Uh, the three uh, guests and the and the host plus uh, one Republican. But if I may. And I know you have other callers. If I may say something about all of this uh, uh, vitriol and brutal uh, uh, things that are going on in our politics, uh, Aaron Burr, who received the same number of electoral votes as Federal, uh, pardon me, uh, when Jefferson uh, beat Adams, the electoral system at the time decided that Jefferson and his running mate Aaron Burr who received the same number of electoral votes. Therefore, Federalist Alexander Hamilton helped sway the vote to Jefferson, 
uh, a source of personal animosity that led to a duel in 1804 when Burr shot and killed Hamilton. So Hamilton went for Jefferson, and Burr, the vice president, shot and killed him uh, in, in a Burr in, in a duel. And then you had the caning of Senator uh, Charles Sumner in May of 1856 yes. in the Senate. Caned. When Representative Preston Brooks from South Carolina, a House member, beat him practically to death. He had to leave the Senate for three years. He was given a fine by the Baltimore courts after that caning, and then he, he resigned, but then he ran and was reelected in two years. So, I mean, at least we're not caning each other and we're not having duels. So by those standards, we're pretty moderate in our politics. And, and also, if you compare 1963 to about 1970, in those seven years, every summer, a thousand American cities burned. Every month, about a thousand Americans were killed worthlessly in Vietnam. We had presidents getting assassinated. We had George Wallace getting shot. Senator Robert F. Kennedy is shot. Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated. We went through six or seven years that were a living hell. For those who say we've never, never gone through something like this before, not even close. It was much, much worse in the 1850s and in the 1960s. J.D., thank you. And next Sunday night, I want your prediction definitively about Laxalt. So let's continue with more. If a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you. Every Sunday night. JeffWellerNissan.com This is the sound of E. coli splashing around in raw hamburger juice on your cutting board. And it looks like mom just put the tomatoes and onions on there too. Don't let E. coli mosh with your food. An estimated 3,000 Americans die from a foodborne illness each year. So always separate raw meat from vegetables on two cutting boards. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Looking for a special venue for your holiday? Biden, what a crook. No question about it. Maybe the biggest crook this side of uh, Richard Nixon. Uh, the worst president we've had since uh, maybe Millard Fillmore or President uh, Johnson in 1857. About the worst president. Who's brighter, John Fetterman or Joe Biden? Mm. Let's continue with Ron in New Jersey. Ron in New Jersey, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Ron, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Billy. Uh, and uh, in this early voting here in New Jersey, I find optimism and hope uh, to report to you with the uh, good turnout. Yeah. Okay? And uh, I, I like to believe that What's in the mind of most people in this country is we stand up for America and we want to take our country back, okay? The White Walk is very much on the agenda of the ballot in this election. And I am of the opinion they are a mutation of white supremacy, really, and they are the worst thing that ever happened in this country with Perriman and Hochul. What do you say to that, Bill? I say goodbye. That's what I say to that. John in Delaware. John, John in Delaware, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. John, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to quote the great Rush Limbaugh. May he rest in peace yes. and uh, say that, uh, you know, liberalism is a psychological disorder. And what we're dealing with, Billy, is we're dealing with a political party, a narcissist. You see, that's why these people are all attracted to each other and they all stick together. And the problem with a narcissist is a narcissist will do anything 
to gain and to keep their power. And that's all this Pelosi deal is. I guess this is their little October surprise. They couldn't come up with anything better. But if you remember, Bill, when this guy got in that car accident a few months back, there was a young male that ran from his vehicle. Well, I saw, you you know, I I do. And I went back and replayed that tape. And uh, I'm waiting for the, the name of that guy who ran from the car. And how did somebody in his underwear at 2.30 a.m. in the morning find his way into uh, Paul Pelosi's bedroom? We said on the 911 call, according to the operator, that uh, is a friend of his, and his, and his name is David. Now, how would you know the name of the person breaking into your home? There's lots of, shall we say, okay. no more of that. I don't want to hear that. We're not know yet about that circumstance. We'll see what transpires. But nonetheless, we do know one thing. Paul Pelosi almost lost his life had a hammer cracked upside his skull. The circumstances of this appear to me to be, at a minimum, somewhat suspicious. But we'll see what develops. But I do know the guy in charge, who's the chief of police, has said at this point that uh, there was a third person in that home. And that's what the chief of police said. Now, if is that true or false? I have no idea. But the third person is in the home. Now, NBC News is getting rid of the third person. We have so many really important issues in this election. It's not about the sexual predilections of Paul Pelosi or about the nut job who broke into his home. It's not about uh, January 6th. It's not about uh, abortion. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not about uh, the peripheral issues. The media wants you to forget about the status of the economy, the status of inflation. And I'm going to recall the telephone message from Joe in New Hampshire that said fuel oil is a major issue right now in New Hampshire that we're running out of that product by Thanksgiving. And most of the sources I have say that is accurate. Those are the important issues. Southern border, crime, inflation. The baby formula shortage, which the media doesn't want to talk about anymore. Fuel oil shortages. Those are the big issues. So don't be distracted about Paul Pelosi and about January 6th and Trump. The the policy failures are the big issues. Let's continue with more. Coming up next is Scott Powell and many others. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Democrats not taking any chances on voters staying home. With the 1130 report, I'm Sean McCormick breaking now. It's nine days away. The midterm elections and ABC's Mary Alice Parks reports the Democratic Party has used the weekend to bring out the top players for support. Over the weekend, Democrats worried their base might stay home, bringing out the heavy hitters, striking back at the Republican economic agenda. The Republicans are having a field day running ads, talking about it. But what is their actual solution to it? 
First Lady Jill Biden campaigning in New Hampshire, where races are looking tight. It starts with all of you. Here, incumbent Senator Maggie Hassan is up against Republican Don Balduck. And the latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Overnight, we're going to be overcast. On and off again, rain showers, some heavy, a low of 56. Monday, lots of clouds and a slight chance of rain, a high of 67. Then uh, tomorrow night with a 30% chance of showers during those trick-or-treat hours. Overnight low is going to be 53. Radar showing rain throughout the area. Heavier rain in Mason and Milford right now. It is 60 degrees. A resident of Fort Mitchell who graduated from Beachwood High School in 2021 is one of those dying from Saturday night's crowd rush at a Seoul, South Korea Halloween party. And Gieske, a junior nursing student attending the University of Kentucky, was studying the semester abroad in South Korea. Over 150 people died when a stampede of people started in a very narrow street. Our next update is at 11 o'clock, or excuse me, 12 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700 WLW. New By Bill Cunningham, the great American, of course, uh, the election is only about uh, a little over a week away. And uh, I've had discussions with many of the my frequent guests about the direction of this country. And most of us say we're in trouble. In fact, most of us say, my God, we're in serious trouble. And if things don't uh, change November the 8th and if we can maintain the same political leadership, now it could be non-recoverable. I often relate uh, liberalism and Marxism to cancer cells. And when they're identified, they must be either chemoed or radiated or surgery, whatever it might be. Otherwise, they take over all the functional organs of the body and suddenly you don't have a, you don't have a human body anymore. And, and if what's happened the past uh, I want to say two years, what's happened the past 20 years, continues for another short period of time, whether it's uh, two years or five years or 10 years, with uh, no energy independence, with all the money we're borrowing, with China, the dominant uh, dominant uh, financial force in the world, with the southern border wide open, with 150,000 Americans killing themselves every year, with our cities uh, in, in turmoil and chaos, with Nancy Pelosi's husband getting the crap beat out of him in, in Nancy Pelosi's home, and et cetera, the, the crime, the lack of public education, civic lessons are not taught in public schools. It's all about CRT and cross-gender rights, not about civic lessons. But one man that has a book out and is doing great, is it'll be a great Christmas gift, is Rediscovering America, Rediscovering America. Also, the website is as fabulous as Scott Powell of the Discovery Institute. And Scott Powell, uh, before we talk about your article that came out a couple days ago about the elite capture uh, of America's political class, especially the Biden family. The, the, the communists have captured the Bidens, and the media can't report on it because uh, the media is representative of the Democratic Party. Well, without, uh, without the media, the Democratic Party wouldn't even exist. Just give me an overview of the country relative to the civic lessons that we were taught about the national holidays, about faith and family and order, about... Uh, about the way to live your life and moral and ethics and values, the way we were taught compared to what it is today with transgender rights and CRT. Then I want to talk about the capture of the Biden family, how much money the communists have paid the Bidens over the years. But just give me an overview, first of all, where we are a little over a week from the election. Well, that's a big, that's a tall order, Bill, but I'll try. Uh, I'll try. Well, you know, we're, we're, we are created, uh, we have a creator and we are created 
you know, for a purpose, and that is to fulfill our unique identity. All of us are different. We all have a different fingerprints, eyes. We all, have, you know, voice recognition. Why? Why can there be voice recognition? Because nobody has anyone else's voice. Remarkable, isn't it? So. You know, we all need to flourish. We all need to 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 grow and develop and and, and be all that we can be. Uh, and we would hope that we had an environment that allowed us to do that. We used to have that in America, but that is being stripped away from us. It's being stripped away by uh, you know really by the enemy camp. Uh, and the enemy camp wants to control people. It wants to. Uh, it, it wants them to live in a in, in a wilderness of mirrors where there is no truth anymore. Truth is what we manufacture. Truth is what is politically expedient. Truth is what you know. Uh, uh, you know. You know. Advances the false narratives. We are surrounded by deceit by all almost all of our institutions now in America. So there's no good future for this unless we can fundamentally correct it. And uh, and that's what Rediscovering America does. It, it goes back and tells the story of America from the very beginning in a very manageable way. It's a short book, 14 chapters that deliver, each chapter delivers a complete understanding of the transitional periods of American history uh, with an emphasis on where, where, where it worked well, where, where there's virtue, big focus on the qualities of character that enable success. So some people have said, "Hey, this book is more than a more than a history book. It's really a self-help book because I, I can understand how all these extraordinary people in American history surmountable odds to be successful. I mean, we are faced with the same insurmountable odds right now. So that's why this book is so important because if we follow the if if if, if we can work at developing the qualities of character." came before us, you know, we stand on their shoulders, we can achieve anything. We can turn this whole thing around. So that's why I wrote the book. I have hope. I always like to have hope, but uh, in about seven or eight days, I might not have as much hope as I have now. But talk about your article about the elite capture, because communist forces identify in America future politicians, and they invest in these politicians by giving them millions and millions of dollars through consultant fees and all the rest in order to uh, in order to have a possible compromised candidate once that person gets into office. Eric Swalwell, the U.S. Congressman from California, uh, was sent a bunch of Chinese sex slaves that he used and abused. And now he's a prominent person on the Intelligence Committee, for God's sakes. Senator Dianne Feinstein, of, uh, also of, uh, of California, had a communist red Chinese limousine driver with her for years, recording her comments in the back of the limo. No big deal, it happens. But describe the investments that the Communist Party in China made in Hunter Biden and Joe Biden that began 10 or 15 years ago. Scott Powell, please explain that to the American people and how it's paying off today. Well, let me, let me just describe what, what elite capture is. Um, uh, yes, it's been mastered by the, by the Chinese, but w what elite capture is essentially is the, that one party the controlling or dominant party uh, is able to subliminally over time bring uh, control over other parties. So it, it, it happens, um, you know, it happens within our country by our own people with other people. But the communists, 
the Chinese communism particularly have, have really mastered this, uh, and it's proven far more successful in subverting America than the prior efforts by the Soviet communists. And, and I, I might add that the Soviet communists in the FDR and Truman administrations uh, were controlling dozens of agents in the United States government. One such agent, Alger Hiss, was FDR's right-hand man at the Yalta talks at the end of World War II, and he assisted Stalin. Here he is sitting right next to FDR. He's the trusted assistant to FDR, but he's actually working for the guy across the table, Stalin. <laughs> Hmm. And 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 he assisted Stalin in, in in gaining control of ten Eastern European countries in the post World War uh, world. Uh, that's why you know Europe got divided. It, it you know why East Europe became communist. It came into the Soviet orbit because uh, because Alger Hiss uh, helped facilitate that. So uh, so so the Soviets were very effective, but the Chinese communists are even more masterful uh, in, in capturing and co-opting elites. Uh, and typically their targets include university professors and scientists, media executives and reporters and political and corporate leaders. Um, one thing that's important to understand about it is that it's a form of corruption, you know, uh, whereby one party wants to take the freedom of movement and thought away from another party. And, and, and come to control them, to carry out the, the wishes of the controlling party. So, you know, the, the, the Chinese have, have built bridges in our, in our um, academic institutions and universities through the Confucius Institutes. Uh, we've, we've heard of, there, there's one, one guy was busted at Harvard, I think. Right. As I recall, he was, yes. he was getting like $60,000 a month from the Chinese. Uh, it's it's crazy, and we we know our media is is really hopelessly lost, and uh, and part of it is due to the Chinese influence because when we opened up when China was opened up for American investment, many companies went there and and uh, think about the complicated, um, you know, you know, uh, let's just use the media, you know, the Chinese have executed on a partial elite capture of, of U.S. media and Hollywood studio assets in the last 10 years. They've acquired controlling interests in 12 leading Hollywood and media companies, AMC Theaters, Carmike Theaters, the legendary Jurassic World production company, Dick Clark Productions, Bill. You remember yeah. Dick Clark, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, that's, o that's owned by the, com by the Chinese communists now. STX Entertainment, I Am Global, Studio 8, Riot Games, and more. And, and with China being one of the largest markets for big screen movies, China's now, you know, uh, almost as large for, for movies as, as America, and most of the movies still come out of America. Um, what, what's happened is that most American production houses now just simply self-censor. They avoid any criticism of the Chinese government or mention of Taiwan, Tibet, or the, or the Uyghurs. So... A great example of elite capture is what's happened in Hollywood and our media. <clears throat> you know, the, the reason that vote fraud will not be talked about by Fox News uh, is because of elite capture. Yeah. I mean, that, that should be open. Every American wants to know that we have integrity uh, uh, in our election system. And when there have been questions, when there have been improprieties, and irregularities in elections as there were two years ago, 
it's incumbent on everybody to find out what the hell happened. Well, we haven't been able to find out what happened. We can't because, because it's been censored. It's been censored. Talking about it's been censored. And Scott Powell, and, you, and people, you, let me get this out. You say this in, in your in your article. ESPN has a multi-billion-dollar contents right deal with the NBA. LeBron James is the biggest American basketball star in China. You go on to say that the Joe Biden family, as far back as 2013, I would think much before that, but at least the last uh, nine years, something in the range of $12 million have been paid from uh, from bribes from the Ukraine, $3.5 million from, from China, uh, from, uh, Russia, from Russia, and $31 million fr from uh, CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Add up those numbers, and it's something in the range of 45 to $50 million of payoffs to Hunter Biden and to the big guy, Joe Biden, making the early investment in the presidency of Joe Biden that the mainstream media, they go after Trump, 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 January 6th. We have a president that's compromised with these payments that are well-known and documented, but but it's not an issue in the mainstream media. Why? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why? Because they have a vested interest uh in the status quo uh you, you know in they they are living in a corrupt world that they control and to admit that they were wrong uh that's that's very difficult um you know why did they go after rudy giuliani why did they try to discredit rudy giuliani i mean after all he he's a great attorney he's a great investigator he busted the mafia everybody should celebrate you know an attorney that can take down the mafia that takes courage it yeah. takes smart it takes savvy he did it he turned new york city around well, so why are they going after julie rudiani because what did judy rudiani say he says and i quote rudy giuliani the biden family is owned by the chinese communist party close quote that is his statement and it is a true statement and yet we're we're living our lives as American citizens as, as though everything's well. We don't really agree with, uh, you know, the Biden family. We know there's some problems there. Hunter's a real, he's a, he's a, he's yeah. a real, uh, a real work. Uh, we know that, but somehow we, we, we want to think that our country is, uh, you know, it is, it, it, it still has a, an element of legitimacy when in fact, we really are in no man's land because we have an illegitimate president who is utterly corrupt, and he's carrying the water for the Chinese. Look at everything that, that, that Biden has done since he took office. He's done nothing to help American people. I mean, first of all, the energy, he shut off the energy and energy development. We're the richest country in the world with energy below the surface of uh, 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 of you know our territory, Alaska and and the, the the lower 48. We have a ton of oil. We have more oil than any other country in the world because of the new technologies that can get at that oil. Yeah. It's shut off, Cuts and off. now we have oil prices higher. Southern border is open. We don't have a border in the south, and all kinds of unwanted elements, criminal elements, fentanyl, and so forth is coming into America. How can we have a president? 
How can we have a government that doesn't deal with that? That's the first thing a government should do, right? Yeah, protect it's us. Protect and the they people. Don't, they don't do it. Biden doesn't do it. In fact, the uh, communist red Chinese laugh at the fact that they kill 150,000 Americans a year through fentanyl manufactured in China and also heroin overdoses. And that's the tip of the iceberg compared to those that are using the products and the money go to the drug cartels in Mexico into the pockets of the Chinese communists. And that's uh, like no big deal. Can you imagine if ABC, NBC, CBS would pitch tents on the southern border and just do exposés on the number of murders and rapes and human trafficking taking place and the number of American lives uh, destroyed? But the media will cover January 6th and Trump and abortion, but they won't deal with the lack of energy production and what's happening on the southern border and, and the, right. I, the idea these monies tens of millions of dollars have been invested in the biden crime family at this point is paying off and we sit here oh, worried yes. about uh, abortion and trump can you i i i just i just i'm 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 amazed at what's happening in this country and if we don't change direction on november 8th uh we're in deep trouble. We have about a minute remaining. Scott Powell, the book is rediscoveringamerica.net, and you can get it right there. But uh, you made a comment off the air about that families ought to get this book because civics are not taught in the schools and need to be taught by families, assuming kids grow up in families anymore. And it's required that we do this. It used to be faith and family in order. That's not the case. But uh, Scott Powell, uh, lastly, about a minute remaining. Do you have hope? I mean, at, at times, if oh, we I don't do. fundamentally Bill, Bill, do. tell, tell me why we should have hope. About a minute remaining. Well, really, right to the point. We are seeing these false narratives that have been pushed on the American people uh, coming unglued one by one. I mean, the Hunter Biden laptop is a great example. That is now not even question. All this information that indicts the Biden family cannot be denied. It's been confirmed and verified. Uh, we 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 know uh, we know that defunding the police that uh, was a Democrat yeah. party thing, yeah. has a horrible result. Americans can see this; they know it. We know that what happened in Afghanistan was probably planned. It was probably orchestrated by the Chinese, who said, "You know, Joe, you got to just pull out of Afghanistan and, and leave give it us all the, give us your stuff. We'll, we'll buy the stuff from the." from the mullahs and from al-Qaeda, leave $88 billion behind in their best military hardware, and let's get that stuff in Beijing. We'll reverse engineer it. And and, and you know who is now uh, occupying and using the Bagram Air Force Base as we speak? Tell me. The Chinese. The Chinese control the Bagram Air Force Base. I don't know, uh, Scott Powell, I have hope in the American people. I hope it's not <laughs> forlorn in about uh, seven, nine, eight or nine days. But, uh, Scott Powell, thank you again. RediscoveringAmerica.net. Get the info there. And, Scott, thank you for coming again on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you. Bill Cunningham, the Great American, live with you every Sunday night. These days, you're trying to squeeze everything you can out of each penny. We've got something better. Inflation compensation. Listen every hour from 9 a.m. through 5 p.m. weekdays for your chance to win a thousand bucks on 700 WLW. Here's another truth from Life Center. Age or medical conditions don't prevent you from registering to become a donor. That's right. Anybody has the opportunity to save and heal lives as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Register today at lifepassiton.org. Stuff. Go on the website, Scott Powell. Coming up next is uh, live from Las Vegas, Wayne Allen Root. Not had him on for about two or three weeks. He's been real busy. And he's going to make his predictions about uh, what's going to happen in uh, about nine days. And uh, I'm also going to put him on 
the horns of the dilemma. And I'm going to ask him what's going to happen in Nevada and what's going to happen in Arizona, which are, shall we say, at a minimal critical. And I think Wayne Allen Root uh, has his finger on the pulse. The only concern I might have is that illegal aliens can illegally vote because they get ballots in the mail. Because if you register with the DMV, guess what? You register to vote automatically. And so we'll see what happens. Line becomes available, 866-647-7337. The predictions and predilections of Wayne Allen Root is next. Go Cunningham, live with you every Sunday night. Hey, it's Bill Cunningham with the new season comes new savings. This autumn, cozy up to one of Casper's award-winning mattresses to help you catch your best Z's. Unprecedented times call for an unprecedented price. We upgraded our popular Element mattress with Airscape breathable foam, responsive comfort, and long-lasting support for $9.95 for a queen. Discover the Casper difference now at Casper.com and use the code BILL100 for $100 off select mattresses. Exclusions apply. See Casper.com slash promo. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. You can train without ammunition at home using the Mantis X. The Mantis X fire... Choice Hotels. Econo Lodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American, of course, the great uh, columnist, the great TV star, radio, etc. is Wayne Allen Root. In Nevada, and I wanted to get his predictions. We're about, what's eight, seven, eight days away. People are voting like crazy right now as I speak, which is another difficulty. If you put me in charge, I'd have like four or five days to vote, get it more under control. If you want to make it a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that's great. But to vote like in Pennsylvania weeks ahead of time or in Ohio a month ahead of time is ridiculous. Wayne Allen Root, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Wayne, so many issues, so little time. Uh, let's uh, let, let's jump to the conclusion. I want to hear from the great Wayne Allen Root in Nevada what is going to happen in the Senate race between Catherine Cortez Masto and Adam Laxalt. Then I want to talk about Arizona also. Give me your predictions, the great war. Well, look, I'm, I'm a national guy, and I, and I predict that we're about to have not only a red wave but a red tsunami. This is going to be huge. I mean, everybody is voting Republican. All the polls show that every day for the last month and the last two weeks and the last week and this weekend, it moves more and more towards the GOP. So, I mean, it's all going in the direction of a massive red wave. And in states like your Ohio and like Florida, you know, in Republican-controlled states where they have voter ID and some sort of voter fraud controls, we're going to win big, Texas. But in states like Nevada, where I live, where Democrats are 100% in control, we're leading in every poll. Adam Laxalt's leading in every poll. Joe Lombardo for governor, Republican, leading in every poll. Everywhere, up and down the ticket, we're leading in every single race for every major office in Nevada. But you and I both know that doesn't mean anything in a Democrat-controlled state like Nevada because they do the counting for like seven days after huh. the election. 
Hmm. So even though the election is on the 8th, you're not going to know the results most probably till somewhere between the 12th and 15th in Nevada. So, you know, I have no doubt we're winning on Election Day. Adam Laxalt will be the U.S. Senator on Election Day. Will he be the winner and the U.S. Senator seven days later? That I can't guarantee you. You know, it's a real problem. We have uh, no voter ID, and every illegal gets their license at DMV, and they automatically register to vote. And we have legal, permanent mail-in ballots mailed to every person in the state. Some of them are dead. Some of them have moved out of state, but they all get a ballot. And we've also got legal, permanent ballot harvesting, and we've got basically no signature match. I just voted a few minutes ago, by the way. I went and voted. I always say don't vote to Election Day, but I voted because you know how busy I am. Who knows what comes up on Election Day, and I'm doing two TV shows, a podcast, and a radio show, and it could be a long line, and I don't even get to vote. So I made sure I voted today, and, and I swear I scribbled my signature, and they looked at it, and I was waiting for them to go, oh, that doesn't match. And, and the lady said, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I, nobody could read my signature. It's completely illegible. There's no way she should have said it's fine. I did it on purpose just to see what she'd say. She was very nice, but she was like, oh, that's fine. Oh, this looks fine. You matched. You're good. Uh, yeah. it, it was illegible, Bill. So this whole thing is a joke in Nevada. So thank God you got some controls in place like Ohio yeah, we and Texas do. Florida. We do. Uh, but uh, I do uh, believe uh, we're going to win everywhere in the country. Look, we may win New York with Lee Zeldin. Possible. For governor, and I do believe we're going to win. We're going to win Kerry Lake by a landslide in Arizona, and we're going to win Blake Masters in Arizona. So we're really and I, and my good friend, he's a great friend of mine, Doctor Oz. Yeah, I have high hopes for him in Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania has the same problem as Nevada. I am positive Doctor Oz will win on election night. I am not positive that seven days later, after counting all the fake mail-in ballots, that he'll still be in the lead, and that's the problem that we can't count on. But we're doing good all over the country. I mean, Bolduc in. Uh, New Hampshire is dead even. I can name you every race in the country, uh, the state of Oregon, the state of Washington, liberal blue states. We're either even or ahead in every major race in the most liberal states in the country. So it's certainly on paper, it looks like a massive, massive red wave. I just am scared to death of rigging. That's that's all I can tell you. Now in Ohio, we have things such as uh, signature verification. There's no ballot harvesting. Uh, you have to provide ID relative to Social Security number or driver's license number. We have all these checks and balances. You got Republicans mainly in charge, and also the Democrats are, are present. Also, Wisconsin's uh, the same way. Philadelphia is an animal all by itself, and I, I can't. You know, in the last election, I, I think that Biden had plus like half a million votes in Philadelphia by itself. I have no idea what's happening in Atlanta, Fulton County. I have no idea. And one of the most ridiculous things is 60 Minutes. And also Margaret Brenner on, on Face the Nation, they're going nuts about uh, about election deniers. And I, I, I may play later about all of the verbal denying of all these Democrats <laughs> for 20 years. They've never accepted right. the outcome of any election that a, a Republican right. won from, from Barack Hussein Obama, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, all uh, Kamala Harris, never accepted a verbal. It's an illegitimate election. Don't go to the inaugural. Media says, no problem. It's okay. We're well, would the Democratic Party even exist? without the mainstream media. I, I say they wouldn't even exist. Well, and by the way, I don't think the Democrat Party would exist, Bill, without vote rigging and stealing. Because, you know, if you ever literally said every citizen has to show what they show in Puerto Rico, a, a photo ID issued by the government 
and a thumbprint, a biometric thumbprint, if you did that in every state in America, and we do it in the American territory of Puerto Rico, we do it in Mexico, but we don't do it in America. So if you had to show physical photo ID, not just ID, but photo ID only issued by the government and biometric thumbprint, I don't believe Democrats would win many elections in this country. And that's why they fight so hard against it. And that's why they fight so hard against you being able to talk about, you know, elections being stolen because, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, if a, if a cop shoots a black kid, what do they say? Uh, They shot him for driving while black. Now, I don't know how many times that's ever happened in the history of America, to be honest with you. I think in almost every case I've seen, it's always because there's an altercation. It wasn't because he was driving while black. It was because you didn't listen to what the policeman said, and you reached for a gun, or you reached in your pocket, or you reached for the cop's gun, or you tried to punch him in the face. But I'm sure somewhere in America, a black kid was killed for driving while black. Well, what if the NAACP said, look, I think this kid was killed for no reason other than he's black, and the response from the police was, you're not allowed to talk about it. If you mention it on social media, we will take your account away. If you mention it, you're a denier and you, you know, you're a police shooting denier, you should be absolutely lose your job. We're not going to release the body cam. We're not going to release the, the automobile camera that was focused on the shooting. We refuse to do it and you're not allowed to talk about it. Wouldn't you assume the cop must have killed a kid because he was black? I would. So well. I like to use that argument on liberals. So when I when you tell me I can't talk about a stolen election, that's when I know it was stolen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Stop no. telling me the nation with free speech. I can't talk about it. No, the Democratic Party would not exist without the backing of their of the mainstream media. They control two issues right. substantively. One is uh, the uh, the great debate with John Fetterman and Dr. Oz. And, and, and yeah. how does perpetuating a material lie that Fetterman is competent? And everyone who dealt with him personally knew he was completely incompetent. How does that square with the idea of legitimate democracies when the Democratic Party knew for weeks and months that John Fetterman didn't have some disability that would allow him to do his job? He can't think, has cognitive issues, has expression issues. He can't read, which is central to the job. Isn't it a threat to democracy, an attack on democracy, when uh, the Democratic Party puts up someone who can't do the job, and they try to. Ho- well, I'm shocked he agreed to the debate. Having watched, having watched it last Tuesday, I'm I'm shocked that the media didn't go after the Democrats, including Senator Casey, who said this guy's in great shape. He 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 can think clearly. How come that's not a threat to democracy? Well, why wouldn't it shock you? You know, why would it shock you, Bill? When we have a president who's as bad as Senator, yeah. right? So yeah, Joe yeah. Biden constantly oh. should not be in any office in the land. So he should be in a nursing home. And so you've got Fetterman and Biden on the same stage together. Biden the other day was campaigning for him. I guess they were on the same stage. And Biden said, I'm campaigning in 54 states. You're talking about two people that have no brain power anymore. They're both brain damaged, one with dementia, one from a massive stroke, which affects the brain. But, you know, it's funny because on my TV show yesterday, you know, I've got a new show on Real America's Voice called America's Top Ten Countdown with Wayne Allyn Root. And I, my, my, one of my big issues yesterday was not just Fetterman 
<clears throat> and believe me, I brought up Fetterman, but it was Fetterman's wife, Giselle. Oh, I don't oh. know if you saw her quote. Yes, I did. Her quote that, that swimming is racist. But these are the people you're dealing with. Swimming is racist. And from reading the article, the only thing I can deduce, because it's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard anyone say, but then again, everything Democrats say, everything is racist. They think everything is racist. So I, I think what she's saying is white people have swimming pools and black people don't when they're young growing up. So black kids are at a big disadvantage. Therefore, swimming is racist. <laughs> it's the most absurd thing I've ever heard anyone say. So, I mean, having said that, they're all the same, whether they're brain damaged or whether their brain is perfect. They're all mentally ill nut jobs. The left is mentally ill. And everything they say, it puts us in the driver's seat. As an example, everything they say and do. So as an example, I know you and I were going to talk about this tonight. This was probably the main story on my show yesterday was that everything is going bad. The stock market's bad. Real estate is bad. The GDP is bad. The economy's bad, ready to crash. Uh, the, the border is open. I, I, the list is so long, I can't even get to all of it, how bad things are. The average American knows that. I saw a new poll today. 79% believe the country's out of control. It's a nightmare what's happening. And, th and last weekend, what does he find time to do, Biden? He invites a TikTok transgender star to the White House. That's all you need to say. That's how I know a landslide's coming. The average American is so sick of this kind of stuff. They're sick of it. I've seen all the polls. They, they, most people couldn't care less if you're gay. Go do it in your, uh, Please, your bedroom. They don't, do care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. But nobody, I've seen the numbers, monstrous land, uh, landslide majority believe that transgenderism is way too significant. The Democrat Party believe that we don't want to, none of us want to touch our children, not through third grade, kindergarten through third grade, like the Santa's tried to stop, but, but the average American, by a huge majority, doesn't want transgender uh, conversations in school through 12th grade. So Democrats have picked the wrong issue. Nobody wants it. How you could see a country in such economic trouble and this man, uh, you know, who considers himself president of the United States, devotes time at the White House. I was invited seven times to the White House by President Trump. Wayne Root is an all-American guy, a businessman, an American success story, son of a butcher of the American dream. You're inviting people to the White House because they're transgender but worse than that, she has a show where her whole, she or he or whatever it calls itself, has a show where their main agenda is to normalize a woman having a bulge in her crotch. Because obviously she's a man who thinks she's a woman who maybe now is a woman but kept her penis. So she's got a bulge in her crotch, and she talks about it on TV and wants to normalize. There's nothing wrong with girls having bulges in their crotch. If you think that's important, while well, inflation is wrecking the country and the borders are open and 5 million people are coming in, including tons of criminals, because every country in the world has opened their jail cells and let all the criminals out, and they're all laughing at the United States. I was with a guy yesterday, great friend of mine, and he, he does a lot of business in China, a lot of business. He's made millions in China. But he, he says to me, Wayne, I'm not running for office. It's not right to run for office. I'd have to sell off my business and get out of China if I ran for office. But I'm a private citizen. I'm allowed to make as much money as I want with China. I'm not going to say the business he's in, but he makes a fortune. But he says every time he goes there, the Chinese people, and he's met with the president, he's met with the top, top-level people, they all laugh yeah. at us. They're taunting us. They think we're the biggest joke in the world, and they're training their students, their little kids, 
that, you know, someday in your early lifetime, in the next 20 years, you're going to take over the United States of America, and we will be the most powerful country, and we will be the most powerful economy. They're laughing at us that our military is about transgenderism, and the White House is about transgenderism. Everything is about social justice, equity, Mm. and transgenderism, Mm. and it's just that the average American wants to vomit. This is wrong. It's not right. It can't work. It won't work. We just proved it won't work. The country's falling apart. The economy's falling apart. And every Democrat big city is a crap hole, like Trump called all those countries in Central America. Haiti and and Central America and Mexico are crap holes. Guess what? Our cities are just as crappy as Mexico and Haiti at this point. Our big cities run by Democrats are disaster areas filled with murder and crime and filth and drug addicts and homeless tents. And the whole thing's an embarrassment. And my buddy is a great tax lawyer. He moved to Vegas. He's from uh, Beverly Hills. He lived in some multi-million dollar mansion. He ran for his life. Him and his wife said they can't even look at L.A. anymore. They go back for a visit the uh, the other day. Bill, he said there's so much crime. She she got out of a class, some sort of spin class or something, while she was visiting. And she said while she was standing there, she suddenly realized she was looking at her phone and she wasn't paying attention. And there were homeless tents all around her. And one of the people came out of the tent, a dangerous-looking man, violent-looking man, crazy-looking man. And he says to her, here's a here's an open beer can. He no. says to her, hey, want to join me in my tent no. and have some beer? No. She thought he was going to rape her and murder her. This well, is what's going on in well, Los Angeles. Well, Wayne, it's worse. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, uh, said that minors getting irreversible sex change treatment is okay with him. In fact, we're going to pay for it. And, 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 the, and the interview was aired on a Chinese social media app. It's called Days of Girlhood. Uh, the person's name is uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And transgenderism. Right, in the White House. I mean, in the White right. House, the United States right. White House, transgender rights, and about the bulge this summer. And I guess in like several months, you have to be careful about the bulge walking around the the mall. Uh, Wayne, I think I've lost my mind when the president does this. Wayne, I, I can't believe time is. Fl- I'm up against the clock again, but uh, Wayne, <laughs> I could spend days and hours with you, but. Uh, RootForAmerica.com, RootForAmerica.com. And, and when, we're going to be okay. Uh, tell you know, me. We're going to be okay. We got a minute. Gonna be Just a massive tell me. red landslide. We're going to be okay. Uh, we're going to be okay. I saw, the, I saw the Catholics are breaking huge. Huge. Party. Absolutely. The Hispanics are breaking huge. Huge. Please. Party. We're going to be. Please. We're, and, this Jew is, and this Jew is voting huge for the Republican Party. We're going to be okay. Everybody relax. Well, how about you and I getting together this Sunday after the election? Let you and I get together yeah. and lick but, our wounds or congratulate or go nuts. Yeah. Wayne, I got to run. Wayne, Helen Root. You're the best. Thank you. God bless you. Thank Good you. Uh, Good night. Uh, let's continue. Unbelievable. I pray to God that Americans wake up and ignore what the mainstream media wants to do to this election and think about this country, about what this president is doing and what's happening in America as I speak. Let's continue. Bill Cunningham, the great American. Live with you every Sunday night. 700 WLW Cincinnati. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. 700 WLW, an iHeartRadio station. Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? 
Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches, urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back, and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. When it comes to breast cancer, research is the reason we know that early detection saves lives. If it's time for your annual screening, schedule your appointment now. If you're not sure if you should. Within 20 minutes using Mantis X, a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Dramatically improve your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Did you know 95% of shrimp consumed to this country come from overseas countries like China and India? Think twice about the shrimp you feed your family. Of course, one of the uh, featured uh, Senate races in America is J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan. And uh, joining you and I now is J.D. Vance. And J.D., welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. Before I get into the issues, and you came to politics, shall we say, horizontally and not vertically. Tim Ryan's been in office for about a quarter of a century. He worked for James Traficant for a long time, the the nut job from Youngstown. And uh, certainly Tim Ryan's kept that uh, history alive. But nonetheless, uh, what two or three things have you learned about the business of politics that you know nothing about? You're not even 40 years old yet. And what two or three things really distressed you? So what, what are the two or three positive things about campaign for the Senate, to your first campaign, which is fabulous, to, to, to be a kid in Middletown, Ohio, to come from a dysfunctional family, to, to, to get to Harvard, to, to go to the United States military uh, for four years, a Marine, and then to become an entrepreneur, to make a few bucks, come back home, run for the Senate, wash away all the other politicos that wanted the job after Rob Portman. What two or three things have you learned about politics that you maybe surprised you a little bit? Uh, good stuff? You know, I mean, one, I think we have a great state with a lot of great people. Uh, nothing like running for office to really get to know every corner of the state of Ohio. And so I, I definitely take a bit of optimism and hope just about, you know, what, what kind of a state that we have. And, and that's been a very good thing. Uh, you know, I'd say most voters care a lot about the country and they care a lot about the issues. And they're able to tune, tune out most of the BS. Not everybody, of course, but that's, that's been a good thing to learn. And if I had to say a bad thing, I, you know, Willie, it, it's, it's money really does matter because these TV commercials really do drive some of the undecided voters, some of the voters who don't you know, pay as close attention to politics as you and your listeners. So, you know, it's, 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 you, know you take the good with the bad, but ultimately I think public service is worth it uh, so long as you're able to get something done. And as far as traveling the state of Ohio, there's like seven or eight major media markets. There are some states like Pennsylvania where there's two. All hell is breaking loose there. I take it you saw the Fetterman-Dr. Uh, Oz debate, which was embarrassing. Uh, secondly, uh, you have a larger state like a Texas that have maybe 10 media markets. But Ohio, I think, represents America in which we have large cities, Major League Baseball teams, NFL teams, we have symphonies, we have orchestras, we have ballet, but then most of Ohio is flat. 
because of the Pleistocene age. When the great iceberg, the great snow flows came from the North Pole, it flattened the state of Ohio. It's farmland. So is there something about the geography of Ohio, something about the politics here, where the state of all the presidents, eight presidents came from Ohio, some of the great leaders, the great generals came from Ohio. What is it about Ohio that gives birth to so many great men and women in space, in medicine, in politics, in baseball, football, basketball? What is it? You know, Willie, I, I think it's a good question, and, and my guess is that it's just we're such a great cross section of the entire country. You know, we've got we've got Appalachia uh, in southeastern Ohio. We've got beautiful rivers, like you said. We have beautiful farmland. We also have three really marquee national scope cities. Uh, so I, I just think it's a good mixture. I mean, we we even have beaches if you count Lake Erie and Caesar's Creek down where I'm from. Um, so so we, we've got just a good cross section of the entire country represented in the state of Ohio. And so I, I think that maybe gives us um, a perspective where, you know, we're, we're kind of a microcosm of everything. I, I, somebody told me this once, Willie, that for a long time, whenever a new fast food restaurant or new consumer marketing <laughs> product wanted to test something out, they would come to Ohio because, you know, we've got, we've got black Americans, we've got white Americans, we've got Latinos, we've got, you know, we've got the hills, we've got the mountains, we've got the valleys. And I, I just think it's, there's something about us that makes us a pretty good representation of the whole country. J.D. Vance, what distressed you about the campaign? There are a few, uh, a few days remaining. What has distressed you about politics, the way it's practiced today? Well, there's not a whole lot of substance. Uh, if you look at the campaign, Tim Ryan, my opponent has run. I mean, it's really been about character assassination, misrepresenting my business career, saying I, I've invested in China, which I've never done. Even <laughs> the New York Times fact-checked them on that. Uh, misrepresenting um, my, my opioid nonprofit and, and saying that I took money out of it. So just, you know, it's a nasty business. And I think that, you know, I'm not, I don't say that to complain about it. Uh, I'm a big boy and I can take it. I say that to say that, you know, I, I wish we, we helped people to a higher standard. You know, the other thing, Willie, is, is the media is really corrupt. Um, uh, yeah. You know, the national media in particular, I think you know this better than anybody in the state of Ohio. Um, but even the local media increasingly has become sort of, it's like they're the diet version of the New York Times, some of these papers like the Plain Dealer and the Dispatch. Uh, and, of course, there are a few good people, uh, but they're the exception that proves the rule. It, it's unbelievable. I, I kind of think at this point, Willie, as the media is a massive Democrat super PAC. They're not biased journalists. They're fundamentally in the tank for the left, and that makes it harder to get the truth out there, get the message out there. Uh, but 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 it matters, and so we do what we do. If the mainstream media were not all Democrats, the Democratic Party would not exist. And can you imagine That's right. if the mainstream media covered the Biden family's finances the same way they went after the Trump family finances? There could not be a Joe Biden. There wouldn't be a Hunter Biden. They'd be in prison. And, and, and it's amazing yep. how the Democratic media simply covers one thing, the, the attack on Paul Pelosi inside Nancy Pelosi's home will, will, be covered, will be covered infrequently if there's not a mega Republican, maybe J.D. Vance connection, assuming you didn't send that guy out there to beat the crap out of Paul uh, Pelosi inside Nancy Pelosi's home, assuming he didn't give you $10 at some point, that, that story's uh, died. It's gone. It's not going to exist. However, if there's some angle to it that can have a, tr God forbid, a Trump connection, it's the biggest story in the world. Would you agree that if the mainstream media didn't exist the way it
it did, the Democratic Party would have been canceled after the lynchings, after the racism, after the owning the slaves, after the Civil Rights Act that was filibustered by the Democrats, after the 1980s when the Democratic Party selected a member of the KKK Bird family in order to be their majority leader. You look what the Democratic Party's done to the major cities in this country, to the educational systems, to colleges, universities. If the Democratic Party did not have the mainstream media, they would not exist. No, that's exactly right, Willie. And of course, you know, let's let's just say for a moment that, that we all hope Paul Pelosi makes a, sure. a full recovery. Sure. It looks based on the news reports like like he will. And I certainly think that we need to, you know, tone down the rhetoric here, tone down to tone down just the temperature. You know, you remember I'm sure Willie a couple of years ago when Steve Scalise was shot um, by uh, by a Bernie Sanders fan, one of the worst acts of political violence in my lifetime. And of course, Brad Winstrup, our local congressman in Cincinnati, was uh, was was there for that. And as I understand it, actually played a role in saving uh, saving Steve Scalise's life. So I, I hope that this was not politically motivated, regardless of what motivated it. Violence is, of course, always bad. But I, I do suspect that if the media can spin a narrative here that makes Republicans look bad, they will, because that's the game that they play. Even though it won't be good for the country, uh, that is the game that they play, and we just have to be prepared for it. Marco Rubio supporters have the crap beaten out of them. Uh, the two perpetrators have been arrested. They were Democratic operatives. Uh, Marco Rubio, have had him on a few times. Nice guy. Uh, Floridian is going to win the Senate seat over Demings by a wide margin. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed and someone connected to uh, Val Demings and uh, in Florida, someone connected to Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, someone connected to J.D. Vance in Ohio, had almost beaten to within an inch of his life a supporter of the other party. What would the media have done with that? Well, they would blow it up and make it the biggest story um, in the country. And it would it would completely cloud out all of the talk about inflation and crime and the southern border, the issues that are really on top of mind for the American people. We, we thankfully um, live in a country with not a whole lot of political violence. Uh, the media, of course, anything that comes from the right or even allegedly from the right, the media blows it up because, again, they don't want to talk about the re real issues, Willie. Joe Biden and his entire party are going to get creamed if we're talking about the issues the American people care about. They can't afford groceries. People can't afford gas. The southern border is a disaster. Fentanyl is flooding into our country. And, of course, crime is as bad as it's ever been in my 38 years on this planet. These are the consequences of Democrat policies led by Joe Biden and Tim Ryan. I think that's what we should be talking about, not the distractions the media wants to get us involved in. Uh, and, and I will say, Willie, the media is suffering from this. I mean, if you look at trust in the media, it's at an all-time low. People mm. really don't buy the story that the media sells anymore. And I happen to think it would be actually good if we had a press that actually did its job and tried to uncover the truth. Unfortunately, that's not what we have today. Oil, natural gas, and the and New England area, it's going to be double fuel oils, a big product there in many parts of Appalachia, many parts of the Midwest, deliveries of fuel oil, it's going to double. Everything's being done by the Biden administration to keep things kind of stitched together for the next few days until after the election. Then all hell's going to break loose. Things get a lot worse. How would your energy policies relative to fracking, relative to oil, natural gas, nuclear and coal, how would that be different than Tim Ryan, who's a sycophant of Nancy Pelosi, who's voted with her 100 percent of the time? I can't imagine Ohio or Pennsylvania or Florida. I can't imagine Iowa or Nevada or Arizona voting with Nancy Pelosi. 100% of the time is sending that representative to Washington. But how's your oil policies, which is relevant to the campaign, so much different than Tim Ryan? 
Well, it's just totally different, Willie. It's, it's one of those issues where we're on completely opposite sides. I happen to believe that a first-world economy requires fossil fuels. It requires natural gas and oil, and we should not run away from these things. Uh, the three big differences, and, and by the way, Willie, just to reiterate this, this is one of the reasons why, maybe the main reason why inflation is so bad both here in Ohio, but all across the country, even all across the world. It's because governments have decided to wage war against their own energy supplies. So the three things that we have to do differently here, one, build pipeline capacity, open pipeline capacity. Joe Biden and Tim Ryan have said we need to shut it down. Two, allow people to drive whatever car they want to. Tim Ryan and Joe Biden have said they wanted to ban gas-powered cars by 2040, even faster, of course, than Bernie Sanders has said he wanted to ban uh, gas-powered cars. He wants to do it by 2050. And three, we have got to get the SEC and all of these woke investors out of demanding that our, that our companies divest from fossil fuels. Uh, you should be able to build a well in this country. You should be able to build a refinery in this capacity. And if the capitalist economy determines that's a profitable business venture, then you should be able to get the resources uh, to, 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 to develop those businesses. Right now, thanks to Biden's SEC and Tim Ryan supporting him 100% of the time, it is impossible to build new refining and new oil and gas capacity in this country. It's one of the reasons why energy prices are so high. And I hate to say it, Willie, it's going to get worse unless we reverse course. This is just the beginning. Look at where Europe is. That's exactly where the United States is headed unless we get these crazy people out of our economic business. Just a few of the things uh, Biden and Tim Ryan have done. That is to kill the Keystone XL, the extra-large pipeline. They implemented the ESG policies at the SEC. They have biofuel mandates. They have EV subsidies that J.D. Power and Associates have said the EVs are much uh, less friendly to the environment than gasoline-powered cars. They canceled oil and gas leases in the Gulf of Mexico, and now they're talking about restarting nuclear energy, which will never happen, at least in my lifetime, maybe in your lifetime, because let's face it, the lawsuits that would be filed if somebody wants to start a nuclear power plant, for God's sakes, would take a decade to resolve. And also one other thing they've done in, in the Permian Basin is the EPA, starting about 18 months ago, imposed strict air quality rules on counties in the Permian Basin, which is one of the most prolific hydrocarbon uh, parts on the planet, in order to make sure that we don't have any more fossil fuels out of the Permian Basin, which accounts for about 45% of our domestic oil production. You put all that together, and they specifically design the decapitation of the middle class, raise interest rates so the average American cannot buy a home, make the price of oil, gas, and, and coal so expensive that Americans pay double in their utility bills, and that all that means government seizes more control of every aspect of our life. Secondly, before I let you go, abortion is the issue that Obama's talking about in Pennsylvania. It is one hell of a thing when the President of the United States and Barack Hussein Obama hang their hat on the hook of killing as many unborn babies as possible. Can you imagine if the mainstream media, one after that issue, one after the Permian Basin, one after the EPA and ESG, as they go after Republicans on everything, what are your thoughts as the father of three little, I think little boys, the, the new one was a boy, correct? New one's a girl, Willie. A girl, I got two boys, I met the two little boys and the girl. Imagine that uh, the Democratic Party, the party of the slavery, the party of discrimination, 
at this point is saying we want to kill more unborn babies. That is disreputable. That is disgusting. What are your views on that? Now you got me all pissed off. What are your views on that? <laughs> well, look, Willie, my views are we should try to save as many lives as possible, and that's why I'm proud to be pro-life. And, yeah, I think it is disreputable that the Democrats, having not governed the country successfully, are trying to focus on this abortion issue where their policies, Willie, are extremely radical. I can accept somebody who disagrees with me on abortion, who's pro-choice, but this is not the, the Democrat Party of Bill Clinton. This is not safe, legal, and rare. This is we want to abort babies on demand up to the moment of birth. We want to prevent doctors from caring for babies who survive botched abortions. They've completely gone off the reservation. I think that it's sick. And by the way, Willie, it's completely out of step with every civilized country in the entire world. No civilized country allows abortion up to the moment of birth. The United States, in, in some states, we currently do. And I think that's ridiculous. Well, lastly, Fetterman, Tim Ryan, uh, or whatever it might be, Raphael Warnock, have the same position on abortion, which is abortion through birth, through the birth canal, and maybe thereafter. And to me, if the media would cover that, the way they cover uh, some of the issues that uh, that pro-lifers believe in, we'd have a different debate, a different country. Well, J.D., I know you got to go. Good luck with the campaign. The election is nigh. It's here. People are voting all over the place. Do you say that if J.D. Vance loses the Senate seat in Ohio, all is lost for this great country? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, Willie, but we're going to win the Senate race. We're going to win. We're going to take back the Senate as a Republican Party. And then the question is, we need to act like it. Folks want to help us out. They can go to JDVance.com. But we're going to win the majority. We need to act like we won the majority, not like a bunch of cowards. J.D. Vance, thank you very much for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Good luck. A few days remain. Run through the finish line as if the last a mile or two of the marathon is a sprint. You're a young guy. you got a young family. I want America to be a better place to live for your kids to grow up in than my child grew up in. I want America to be a shining city on a hill with plenty of jobs, energy independent, a shut-down southern border. I want American military power to be frugally used. I don't understand completely why we would risk nuclear war uh, to save the Donbass region of the Ukraine with a maniacal dictator named Vladimir Putin. I don't get it. But, J.D. Vance, good luck to you and good luck to the United States of America. And thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you, J.D. God bless you, Willie. Thank you. And God bless America. Bill Cunningham, the Grand American, live with you every Sunday night. On Season 4 of the Piketon Massacre podcast, the investigation into one of Ohio's... I'm the Great American. Thank you for listening tonight. Especially enjoyed the comments of Wayne Allen Root. I can't make it next Sunday, but the Sunday after that will be after the election. We, we should have some idea what... Five or six days after the election, who won and who lost? Looking at Pennsylvania and Nevada, that may not be the case. We here in Ohio gets things counted. By midnight on election night, we're going to know who won and who lost. We have a functional system of voting in the great state of Ohio that we do not have elsewhere. We don't, simply don't have it. But uh, thank you for listening. And I pray to God that the American people, my Lord in heaven above, come to their senses and understand that President Joe Biden is not as mentally sharp as Senator to be maybe John Fetterman. Uh, which one is brighter? I have no idea. But I do know that we're in deep trouble. When the president says my number one mission is to kill more unborn babies and number two, allow the sexual mutilation of children through Medicare or Medicaid, we're in trouble. Bill Cunningham.
The Great American, live with you every Sunday night. Hey, it's Bill Cunningham with the new season comes new savings. This autumn, cozy up to one of Casper's award-winning mattresses to help you catch your best Z's. Unprecedented. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.